drink him a beer? I do. Me too. Feels good to be back. It does feel good to be back. Hello, everyone. Post Thanksgiving, no puns allowed. Suppose I should week say off. hi. Yeah. Week off. Big week. We got a lot to talk about. We really um, do. Before we do, this is a good beer. Uh, municipal. Shout yes. out to our friends at Municipal. It's my favorite Municipal shirt, by the way. Uh, municipal.com. No puns. 20 for 20% off your first order. It is uh, shopping season. In fact, I was talking to, I'm trying to figure out what to get my brother. My brother, um, mm-hmm. kind of sounds weird to say, but is still in college. Like, yeah. <laughs> behind behind the curtain, so to speak. But I'm like, well, what do I get? Well, how about Municipal? Yeah. Tell this to my, my, uh, my dad last night. So we are... I gotta go through. I gotta. I gotta start the process of municipal in him up for the yeah, holidays. It's gonna exactly. Next. I um. I have a municipal hat that has been um commandeered by my boyfriend. So he took the hat and has it now, and it's his because he likes it so much. So municipal Good. gear for everybody. Even if you're stealing it from your folks, I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah. That's even if you're whatever, stealing whatever it from another. Um, but um, when it comes to Football-y things and New York and traveling and Thanksgiving and I don't know. It feels like we haven't done this in a while. Even though I've seen you, you and I have done, uh, we've, we've been on video. We did the HBO Max thing. Again, we're going to do it uh, here soon. We'll talk about that. Where Do you do you want to talk football? Do you want to talk turkey? I'm going to let you lead the way here. I, I mean, can talk either. One, I just like, it seems I for everyone who won we did not have an episode last week we apologize we tried to make it work it did not work out with travel and producer matt had things so we all really were just trying to get it together and realize you know what it's the holiday let's enjoy it um and not try and stress ourselves out over things so um yeah lots of travel on so we went to new york did the show on tuesday and then both of us left very very early on wednesday morning um and i got extremely delayed um not leaving my flight was 47 yeah, wow. minutes early okay in air all right we're doing great by the way i'm flying straight to anaheim to go see my family in disneyland um and then the the pilot comes over and says hey we're about to land in vegas in 10 minutes and i was like what uh land in vegas what do you mean so we land in vegas and they're like hey just heads up like part of the navigation system like shut down when we were flying here so we couldn't risk landing on a short runway without it yeah so we had to land in vegas we're fixing it no big deal we're gonna we're gonna (laughs) we're gonna take off here soon get you to anaheim it's like a 35 minute flight from vegas to anaheim or whatever it's very short um but multiple tries of leaving and it did not work we ended up on a new plane um and then we also as we were landing in anaheim I guess the runway wasn't cleared, so we took back off again. Um, so after that experience, um, I am hoping for positive vibes for the next yeah. uh, travel week that we have coming up right now. Um, but yeah, that was probably one of the stranger experiences. But I will say the one thing that made me upset was when we first were stopped, they didn't let us off the plane, so I couldn't go gamble in the airport. That and sucks. also you can't use a lot of sports betting apps in Vegas. And so you have to use like yes. their specific ones. And that just made me just like not thrilled. So that delay was unfortunate. But United, you should really let people off the plane to gamble while they're being delayed. And overall, it was a five-hour delay. It all in all, after oh, all was said thanks. and done, 
it was five hours Aww. of me making it late. So yeah, that was tough. But went to Disneyland, had a good Thanksgiving, got to watch some really good football. Um, but yeah, oh, what a what a tough day in terms of day before Thanksgiving travel. And I never, I, uh... I honestly never complain about travel stuff. And that really wasn't that bad. But boy, did it put a damper on the the energy level it... that I had. In my in my older age, I used to be mm-hmm. a six a.m. flight machine when yeah. we would do profiles, and um, I'd go to Birmingham or Clemson or wherever. I was always in and out, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, I was good at it. Like I, I got used to the travel. I'm not good at it anymore. So I did the whole six a.m. flight out of New York. Uh, it was pouring. Um, yeah. When and, we left, and the the morning of uh, pre Thanksgiving travel was insane. The only thing that was wild, like I'm used to flying to Vegas, like leaving New York at 6 a.m. I'm like, I was landing at like, like seven, <laughs> like in, in Chicago. It was very, very yeah. strange. Um, you were, yeah, out, you were, drank beers. Um, I still did it barely. It was, you know, it, Wednesday was a tough, we, we toughed it out. Not as bad, no delays, but uh, I was exhausted. I'm not, it's still exhausting. Six flight. No. But I'm, but I, but I also like, I will always take a really early flight. Because one, you get a whole day there. Two, less likely to be delayed. So, like, that is, that's the best part is I love getting on a flight early and just going. I do have a red eye tonight, which kind of is a, a bummer. But I have time to sleep tomorrow, which is nice. Usually, I've been doing red eyes and not getting any sleep, um, which is rough. But, yes. like, travel, like, that's, this is, I know this is our random stuff before we get to the actual footballness of things. Um, is it takes a toll on you more than I thought. Like, I, I don't know. Like you just said, like, you know, you're in and out and it's it's fine. But when you're not traveling for vacation and for work purposes and it's like, like, go, 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 it is actually very taxing on you. And like, we are so lucky to be able to do this and they fly us places to talk about football, which is such a privilege and an honor. But, oh my goodness, am I going to sleep so good next week? I, uh, I'm with you. And, and so it's a perfect set. I mean, this is always an odd week uh, for me, for all of us, but it is an odd week because we we do this thing where you've got so many games and then they're gone and you've yeah. got a smattering of games. Um, I'm out of my gambling rhythm, um, and I'm but I'm ready. And I do think there may be some true chaos looming, which we can talk about. Will we first? Yes. We have to talk about Ohio State, Michigan. Um, yeah. I, I am still thinking about this football game. Yeah. And... I just wonder, okay, Michigan wins, Harbaugh's on the side, uh, not on the sidelines, he's sidelined, and my biggest takeaway from this is still Ryan Day. And, yeah. And I can't quite, I wrote about Ryan Day, and I heard some really weird shit in my comments and an email I bet. Um, about Ryan Day. And so I'll give my opinion on this. And we can talk about Michigan too, because I think Michigan deserves a ton of credit for doing this, et cetera. Where are you at with Ryan Day? You know, I feel bad for him because I do believe he is a good football coach. And I think with certain environments, there's just an expectation. And, like, you're coming after a guy who never lost that game. And, like, it's it's a hard place to be. Um, this kind of gives me, like, remnants of, like, what's going to come next for Alabama. Like, it's not easy to just go in and, like, pick the right fit right away. And it's not like he hasn't been successful. They certainly, um, in terms of playoff, don't feel like they really have a shot to get in. 
um, after where they landed. I thought maybe they would be above um, Oregon. And so, like, that to me is, like, very telling where the committee views that, especially sitting out of your your conference championship game and all those things. Um, But, yeah, it's just a very strange situation because it's not like he's a bad football coach, but, like, it's not the standard that – it's not the standard that's been set prior to him. So it's tough. It's kind of one of those things that you just – and you think it's kind of time, like to maybe part ways, and like I, I, that's that's exactly it, though. It's like I, it's it's such a delicate thing because it's so hard to evaluate. Like any other school, besides probably besides like Michigan and Georgia right now, and Alabama, like everybody else would kill to have Ryan Day as their head coach. Like everybody would be like, yeah, no, I feel comfortable with that guy coaching. Do I think it was a little conservative in terms of play calling? Sure, but. I don't know. I just think that like it might be time for him to get a fresh start somewhere else and he'd be able to do like he'd be successful and getting to the playoffs somewhere else still. I just don't know that Ohio State is the place for him, especially going up against Michigan. But then you think about it. Okay. You know, one more year of this, which obviously I don't think they're going to fire Ryan Day. But no, like if Jim Harbaugh is not there anymore and maybe things shift at Michigan and don't stay the way that they are. Does it turn out okay? And is Ohio State back on top? You know, it's a very delicate situation where there's so many outside factors to success in this business in terms of like other teams and where they're at in with their program. And I think Michigan just has Ohio State's number in in this sense, and you're not going to get anywhere. And you're just adding two teams that are to your conference that are in the playoff conversation right now more so than probably they are, to be honest with you. I, I think that I agree. And I wrote like that maybe it's best they just separate, which mm-hmm. does not mean maybe Ohio State should fire him. I feel a little bit bad for Ryan Day. I don't know if I did a good enough job in the column saying this. The guy has won like 90% of his games. He's mm-hmm. he's lost two, what, two games in the Big Ten or three games in the Big Ten, all of Michigan. Yeah. Right. Like um by metrics, you know, he's a he's a maybe a blown targeting call in the playoffs last year, away from winning the national championship. But the optics are weird. The optics are delicate. Like, to me, it was wild. It felt like every time they showed him, he was working an official last week. And I know yeah. that's not the case. But, like, it, and you wonder when the failures are going to be so robust that you just have to move on. We had the same conversation with Harbaugh, by the way, and it's worked out pretty good in keeping. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, I feel yeah. like they are... You know, obviously, we don't think anything's going to happen this offseason. To be fair, though, college football is so crazy, and some of the stuff we've seen go down even toward, like after regular season has been over so far has been a little nuts. Yeah. Um, but I do think that this gives like the Harbaugh thing where everyone's like, his job was kind of questioned last year, which I thought was ridiculous. This year, kind of a little bit more justified, and it's like, okay, then, like I said, if Harbaugh leaves Michigan... Yes, Michigan's still going to be good. Still an adjustment to bring somebody in. Still in a different conference. There's different schools coming in. Like, there's a lot that's going to change. So could everything go right and they end up in the right position? Yes, especially with Ryan Day. Absolutely, they can. But is it going to happen and how long are they willing to, you know, wait that out? Is it, I Do you think that, like, for me, it's like he has next year to be in the playoff and win a playoff game or this is probably going to be it? I think it's interesting when you listen to like Kirk Herbstreet and 
Urban Meyer, and these are like Ohio State folks, when they're basically saying that Ryan Day has a Michigan problem, right? Like, like Ryan Day has a Michigan yeah. problem. He does. But um, he's been close. I just think, again, uh, they get Michigan at home next year. That's the good news about losing. Okay, we get Michigan at home. <laughs> they play at They play at Oregon. They play at Penn State next year. I don't want to start doing the schedule thing, but, like, you, you can't help it, right? Like, again, they're going to be really good, most likely. What do they do at quarterback? It's going to be fascinating to see. Um, I don't know. I don't have an answer for Ryan Day other than it's hard. It's one of the more t- difficult evaluations of a coach that I can ever remember. Yeah. Um, Kirby, Kirby Smart, before he started winning every national championship, was kind of in a similar boat, right? Kirby was like, yeah, can't get over the top. They can't win. And then all of a sudden, like, he can't lose, right? We'll see what happens. But um, she be determined, I think, ultimately. I, I'm with you. Like, it's a reasonable thing to say. Like, it, all is not well, even though yeah. he's winning so many damn so football. Fun. Yeah. By the way, they do play at Oregon next year. Yes. That's going to be fun. Gosh, um, I love that that's Let's talk thing. Alabama. Now, when we did our show, when we did our show, you asked me, what game should we watch? I said, Keep an eye on the Iron Bowl, right? That was like my last parting shot before we. Ryan really and I kind it. of laughed at you because we were like, "You really think it's going to be close?" So keep an eye on the Iron Bowl. So, it was close. It was great. Mm-hmm. It was spectacular. I went over uh, to you know we had I'd finished writing that day. I ended up watching some football with some of my um, Caitlin's family, my wife's family who love football. It was it was a blast, and we're watching that game, and. Um, First off, like the fourth and what, 31, fourth and goal from the 31. Yep. Um, way too easy, a fourth and goal from the 31. That's yeah. like, it can't look like that, right? It cannot. Uh, second two, like, all right. Yeah, yeah. Like rushing two, dude, the whole left side of the field is open and yep. touchdown. So what do we, what do we do with this result? Like what, I, I mean, like what do you, other than it was awesome if you're an yes. Alabama fan, but what do you do with it? One, I, I think people are going to overreact to this and be like, oh, they I almost agree. lost to an Alabama team that lost, or an Auburn team that lost to New Mexico State or whatever. You know, like that's going to be the thing. Um, yes. No, it's a rivalry game. It is a rivalry game. And those games are hard. Like whether you like, I don't think that people realize that in college football specifically, like I don't think there's necessarily like anyone can beat anyone on any given day. I don't actually believe that throughout the season. During rivalry week, I totally believe that. By the way, Proud I got through <laughs> rivalry week. I was close. Because usually it's rivalry week. Rivalry week. Rivalry week. You said it, and I'm just like, keep it together. She's, she, I don't know if she's going to get help. Oh, nailed it. Rivalry nailed it. week. We got it. I did it. Rivalry um, week. It's all of that work on HBO Max, okay? We need a rivalry week. Week T-shirt. Oh, Weeble Wee Week. Yeah, we Weeble Wee Week. Weeble Wee Week. Um, yeah. So I, I think that people will view that as like, oh my gosh, can't believe that was close. I don't think the committee is going to view it that way. I think the committee understands that that was a rivalry game, especially because like these are the type of things that are going to come up when say there are, you know, teams that are one loss conference champions and they're looking at their you know resumes and wins and things like that. Um, but yeah, I think in terms of, hey, that is not great that you played a team like that close. 
fine, but I I wouldn't overreact to that. This Alabama team has certainly figured it out, and I think has every right to be in the playoff conversation. I don't um, know if you agree. No, no, I I I don't think it's great. Like ultimately, we're gonna we're gonna latch on to whatever they do against Georgia. But uh. I'll say this: if they would have won that game by twenty, if this becomes an Alabama versus Texas discussion. We can save this for a little bit. Or we could transition right now into the playoff rankings. We should. That's not a great data point, right? And yeah. you're running out of data points. Now you won. That's the best data point. You keep your season alive. That's the only data point that matters. But in this instance, so let's talk playoff rankings and what surprised us. Um, but in this instance, like I I think there's more uncertainty surrounding this than I can remember. Do you feel that way? Absolutely. I think there's more. There's more. Yeah, there's scenarios. more questions because I do genuinely believe that, like, if you get a loss in the top four this weekend, there is legit conversations for one, two, three, four, five teams. Well, I I also think as we talk about the rankings, let's let's start with Ohio State. Yeah, they're done. Right, they're done. Yeah, like I, in my opinion, if they yeah. if they rank them five over Oregon, fine, but they're they're still gonna be left out because if again, if Oregon wins, then they'll get in. If Washington wins, they stay in, and that doesn't open a spot. And then if Alabama beats Georgia, they're and you didn't play in your championship game, you're not yes. getting in. I I agree. And same I with and same with. If, I think the conversation, honestly like would be more interesting around Ohio state and Texas because like Texas would be a conference champion and you, you know, might want to reward them for, you know, being in their conference championship game. And you probably will. And that Alabama win still looks very good. You win in Tuscaloosa, you win. So it looks to me like Ohio state really has no chance unless Texas loses and, yeah, unless Texas loses and I Michigan guess Oregon loses. loses. I guess uh, well with with I guess it, why are you laughing? Um if Florida State loses wow. and um Oregon loses, then they have a shot. And Alabama loses. And, I guess if and Michigan Texas. loses, they still beat Michigan. But losing to Iowa would not be a good loss. Well, I guess it would be an okay loss. I all right. Let's I don't think that they think would we'll, get in. No, I think Michigan's still going to get in over them. Like, period. No, you um, think, no, no, no. I'm saying if 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 Michigan loses to Iowa. Oh, I'm saying via Ohio State. It, it, okay, let's get something. Let's let's cut through the bullshit. Michigan is not losing to Iowa. Okay, I you were just you were throwing that hypothetical. No, no, no. I, I, you I, were, you were. I I will I I will play the reindeer games, but let's let me disclaimerify it. Okay. The point total for Iowa's first half is 0.5 points over under. 0.5. Not 5.5. So Iowa's not winning. But if Iowa were to win, you would still rank Michigan above Ohio State, yes? Yes. But I'm just saying, like, I don't know that. I mean, I would think Washington and Oregon would have a better argument than Michigan to get in. Yeah, for sure. Like, I would think that, like, if Washington wins, Oregon should get in. So I think there are a couple of, I I, I think the team, uh, there's a couple of points. The team that I think is most interesting, the argument that feels like it's gaining some steam, is Florida State. Florida State played a really ugly game against Florida, deserves a lot of credit for winning that game. 
Mm-hmm. But it's Florida, and they suck. They're a two-and-a-half-point favorite against a Louisville team that just lost to Kentucky. The, the Jordan Travis injury is devastating. And without him, this is, a, this is a moment for the selection committee. Whether it's four teams or 12 teams, we're going to have a selection committee. They are not one of the four best teams without him. They are not. If they win their conference championship and they're undefeated in the ACC, that is a moment. I don't have a great answer, Paige. I am curious how they're treated. Because this team, if it plays Georgia or Michigan, is likely going to get its fucking ass kicked, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it is. So how do you treat Florida State, who lost its best player on a freak play, and it really, really sucks? What are we? What are we doing? What are we doing with Florida State? Or better yet, not what are you doing? How do you think the committee is going to treat this if Florida State wins? So I know that Boo Corrigan made a comment on the best and most deserving. I'm trying to look it up right now because I want to credit what he said. And I think it was... See, no. See, it's not coming up. I know he had a comment on this and was like, hey, let's clarify it's one or the other. And I don't know which one it was. Do you know? No. Before I... Sorry. He literally... Sorry. I, I wish I could have bailed you out there. I, I did not. <laughs> I know he I, talked um... about it. I'm finding but, it. That's fine. This I can, is how we I can do kill. things. And this is how we do but things. I, most of the right? But I, I think that Florida State, like, we've had injury discussions with the committee. We've had teams lose games with players and say, well, they lost that game without X. And, and that should count. And it does. But how does the committee, if you're an undefeated Power 5 team that wins your conference, you should make it into the playoff. But the, the the quote that was most interesting last night was the way that the, the committee chair, yeah, basically said it doesn't matter. But best teams. Like, I think it was best teams, now that I'm thinking. The I test in best teams as opposed to the best resumes and most deservings. Most deserving. I had, to, I, I had to talk myself into that. The quote was so jarring. I was like, oh, shit, is that real? But I, what do you think? Do you think they get in if they win? I still think that's the easy decision to do, and they get in. That, they if have I to. Were, if I were to guess now, they have to. They have to put them in. They're not. They're not going to be one of the best teams, and that's why this setup is not great because Just you're an sucks. undefeated, you know, conference champion in a not great conference, and you're still going to get in. the This system was never to leave out an undefeated conference champion. But in this case, there's going to be one loss, you know, teams that deserve to to be in over an undefeated conference champion. So there's going to be one loss, like a one loss Oregon deserves to be in over Florida State based on resume. And I hope, but that's the thing is like, you can look at resume and say, hey, their resume is better. I have some. But everyone would blame the Jordan Travis injury. And I just don't think that they would, I don't think it would be a thing. I don't think um, they'll be able to do it. I need to find the hypothetical point spreads that I saw earlier today. They were great. Um, oh, for the for a twelve team. Uh, uh, for uh potential playoff games, like oh, so. So for like Florida, Florida State versus. Yes. Oh. Hold on, I'm gonna find. I'm gonna find that right now. 
Yeah, this uh, is it. This is definitely to answer your question that you asked before. I do think this is probably one of the more difficult situations that they're going to have because even if they have the Pac-12 and the Big 12 are even going to be a conversation. So, I mean, if Washington wins, which I, I don't know, part of me like kind of believes they can do it if Penix is fully healthy. But if Oregon wins that game, like they they burst the so you have Texas and and Oregon sitting there, and then in a Florida State team that lost. And an so, Alabama team that could potentially be Georgia. Like, there's so much to that. This could be potentially the hardest decision they've had to make. They're going to have to leave out somebody who deserves to be in. All right, I I will try to simplify it. So, here's what we know: the Pac-12 winner is getting it, in my opinion. Full stop. Yes. Like nothing can dismantle it, in my opinion. Do you? I think even how would this how would this not come to fruition? I can't do it. If Georgia, if Oregon beats Washington, if Washington wins, obviously they stay or move up. I think they stay. If Oregon wins, they're going to leapfrog. Well, first off, they're going to move up in front of Washington. I think they'll leapfrog uh, Florida State. They'll be at three. There's nothing that can happen to bump them out of the top four. That is a playoff game. Do you, do you agree with that? Yep. Michigan. Is getting in the playoff. Okay, they're not. I, that, that's that's two spots. So we have two spots there. Alabama, Georgia is is the one. If you're looking for some good, Florida State obviously is the one. But Florida State's like you're either in or the out. Alabama, Georgia, is so fascinating because you have this Texas argument that's looming, right? You have Texas, mm-hmm. you have Alabama, you have Alabama looking ugly in the Iron Bowl. You have Texas just kicking the living shit out of Texas Tech, looking really good. Again, yep. we talked about optics. Granted, now you you have Oklahoma State. They're what yep. a two touchdown favorite. Um, I think because the committee loves Georgia, Alabama would go in over Texas. Yeah, that's a better win. Like everyone keeps saying, they're like, oh, you know, Texas has the best win of the season. If Alabama beats Georgia in an SEC championship game, that is the best win of the season. Just want that to point is, out, what three three of my four playoff teams would be in then? By the way, <laughs> just I don't want to talk about the fourth one, but Texas, just so <laughs> like yeah, to, well, no, I, I want we're close. Yeah. Yes, I agree with you. Well, I don't know if it'd be the best one. It's on a neutral field versus Washington, Oregon. Um, yeah, I, yes, Vers- I, 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 get mean, what I get what you're saying. Number one, um, this late this season, Texas's win was way long ago. Like I just that to me. I think oh, that's going to piss people off. I think Oregon beat it. Yeah, I mean, I think Oregon beating Washington is huge, but I, I don't think Washington's looked like the same team since then. So I think that that would be a better win beating Georgia. Because also, have- when was the last time Georgia lost? 20- so hello, fifteen. <laughs> like hello, yeah, beating a team that's been winning a lot. The ingredients are there, and I don't think the Pac-12 is going to tell us shit. That game's not going to tell us anything. No, it's just going to. It's, it's it's the most gonna... interesting game, I think, but it's not going to it's not going to be all that revealing. It, it, mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like it it, it is. Yeah. Like you know, it's an elimination game. It's a quarterfinal, uh, which is awesome, but it's not going to tell us much about the four. It won't tell us much about the four, but it will tell us whichever team 
gets in, so say Georgia dominates Washington, that's going to tell us that Oregon has a shot at winning a national championship. Like the type of game that we see against that, or if, you said, if Washington you said, has. You said Georgia dominates Washington? Oh, no, no, no. Washington, Oregon dominates Washington. Sorry. I thought you were going next level. I thought no, you were no, no, going no. Like I'm saying if Oregon. Inception level. Yes, if, I got you. If Oregon, geez. This is yes, what I'm no, talking no, about, the sleep. No, no, Oregon, no. I got, I got you. If Oregon beats Washington by a lot, what we learned from that game is that Oregon has a legitimate shot at winning a national championship because beating this Washington team by a lot, seeing what they've got, seeing what they've got out of Bo Nix in a game that's win or go home, that says a lot. Um, I can't wait. And we are again, we'll tease this again, but we are going to be in New York. We're going to break down the final playoff results live on HBO Max. We're also going to be together uh, watching games Friday at night and Saturday, so, which is I was just going to say, it's funny because you and I have like watched national championship games together, but we've never watched like multiple games together. I know. And I feel like this is going to be a very fun day of like discussion because it is, it's oh, yeah. like, it's us getting to do this. Maybe we'll... Well, should we go live live yeah. Saturday with the should we go li- line? We actually we should go live after the games on Saturday and be like, hey, this is what we think is going to happen tomorrow. So we will oh, do I, that, I, and then we can you can watch we... the show on Max. So we will go live. How about that? I'm promising uh, you guys we will go live on our Instagram. I uh, I want to talk about games, so I'm going to move through. We have other topics, um, and we'll talk playoff at the end. But coaching <laughs> carousel buyouts. Um, I wrote, I wrote about it. Um, and I actually did a lot of fair amount of research and, uh, dive on this and Mm -hmm. it's pretty fucking wild when Indiana could pay their coach 15 and a half million dollars to not coach. coach. Yeah. And then by the way, on the tail end of that, the collective analysis, we're don't, we've got $3 million for the transfer portal. Like we're, we're here. Right. Um, so Indiana and Houston are paying double digit millions Buy of dollars it. to Todd Allen and, and Dana Holgerson. And this is all very unhealthy. Now I'm not going to go down the route of my wife is a teacher. So I am, I love teachers, but like, I'm not doing the pay the teacher thing. That's not the point of my rant. Okay. I'm not going to do that here. I get it. This is a business. This generates money for the school. You're going to treat this like you would with a CEO or something. This is all reaching a real... And I'm not even talking about Jimbo, by the way. That that whole thing is so fucked up. That's an outlier. Okay, $75 million. Let's not even acknowledge that, although we have to. This is reaching a really unhealthy place, Paige. And I'm wondering... My whole point of this story was how are we going to do... The, how are we going to get out of this? We're not paying people over you know, $10, $20 million to not coach. I don't have a good answer. I think the answer is... The failures have to be so spectacular that eventually you're just like, we can't, like the, the collective unison of, of ADs and, and universities and donors have to say like, holy shit, let's take a, let's, let's chill. I don't think we're anywhere close to that to be quite honest. Yeah. I don't think we're close at all. That's the thing is it's just going to keep going, keep going, keep going. And you know what? Fine. But I'm I'm fine with it. It is ridiculous that we're paying coaches not to pay this much. We always talk about this, but it's getting out of hand. The collectives are, I mean, people are, coaches are saying, hey, if you are mad about this season, then pony up. Like, and more than ever yeah. before, people are like, hey, pay up. Um, 
yeah, it's kind of wild that there's this much. And and you would expect it from like the Blue Bloods and like the major schools that we normally talk about in a playoff conversation. But this is everybody. This is really everyone. So it is it is fascinating. But I think the other thing is just the fact that like the coaching carousel is moving so quickly. Um, I also thought it was funny that like the rumor mill was like, oh, we're going to get um, Stoops to Texas A&M. Then it was like, no, 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 that's actually not true. Who knows if it was because fans were very upset with that hire. Obviously, they they got Duke's coach, but it is it is kind of nuts. Like it's it is, it is a nuts. little bit wild. Which, by the way, is a good segue into transfer portal stuff that's happening. Um, Riley Leonard, one of the quarterbacks that is um, in the transfer portal rumor, was that KJ Jefferson was also going. He said, "Haven't made a decision yet." There's going to be a lot of movement, so I'm I'm pretty excited to see what things shape up to be but the school that everybody we started the season talking about and we're going to end the season talking about is Colorado obviously there's a lot going on people leaving people decommitting all kinds of things coaches being like peace out what are your thoughts on this and do you think Dion finds a way to kind of like stop the the hemorrhaging really of all this stuff does feel like we're reaching this point that you and I talked about where if things turn like the demoted OC just got a head jo- coaching job all right like that mm-hmm. that's wild so like you you've got a really interesting situation they, they will they will acquire in the portal the other part that was interesting is Dion saying you know we're not going to buy our roster and then a couple of days later saying well we're calling on people to raise money for the collective now, I look, Dion's trying to do things his way. The vibes are not immaculate. You had players calling out the effort and saying it's a selfish roster. You, you've got decommits, like you mentioned. Um, Colorado went from one win to four wins, which in most circumstances would be considered enormous step forward. Yeah. Right? So let's, like, like, let's at least lay out the facts. But it does feel like the momentum – is waning. Now, you get a couple of transfer portal, though they will land people in the transfer portal. I still yeah. think it'll be a desirable place to play. But I do think that I wonder about the health of the roster long term when they are behind like Colorado State in recruiting. That is concern. You need to build you look at what Alabama does, and, and that's not a fair comparison. You look at what any top forty program does, they're still building off of their recruiting and then subsidizing holes with the portal. Yeah. It doesn't feel like Dion has adopted that strategy yet. And I'm, I'm curious what the payout is going to be. But I'm with you. Vibes are not great, right? Vibes are not great at all. Vibes are not great. But also I hate the people that are like dancing on their grave. Like, oh, this didn't work out. Blah, blah, blah. I was right. It's like, it's not about that. It's more about the fact that like this works to an extent, but there are certain things that you have to manage and make sure that, you know, are, you know, in place to keep the ship running like having players like you said having players talk out about how it's a selfish team like there's something to be said about like not taking it out of the locker room and having people be able to like speculate on those things and do those things so i hope and i do think that they will like you said definitely have a good transfer portal situation going on but yeah it's definitely not a a fun situation to deal with and sounds it's just like a negative and I feel like the 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 conversations that they're forcing Dion to have are really just like, all right, we get it. We get it that you're yeah. happy that this isn't working out. We we understand. Um, I, um, 
by the way, before we get into picks, one more thing. Yeah. Bobby fucking Petrino back at Arkansas. Oh my gosh. Now, college okay. football is just silly. Silly, silly. I, the current state of college football, which by the way, I read was watched for more minutes this year than any other year with Army and Navy still to play regular season. Um, Bobby Petrino back in Arkansas after all of that. Oh, first off, not a bad hire. Can I do this take? It's weird and I can't believe they would do this, but also like Sam Pittman needs some offense and I think it's actually, that's a guy. Um, yeah. But still like, holy shit. Like I thought it, it I, I like I had to check like Pete Thamel. This has got to be a parody account. No, it's Pete Thamel. This is real. Oh my God. Wild. College football's on its good shit right now. Man, like it, it is, it is absolutely, I, I still cannot believe it. It still does not feel, feel real. And did you see his contract too, by the way? So he gets 1.4, 1.5 million a year. He gets like eight tickets. Uh, country club membership. You see that? You know, there's no, some, there's some perks. But of oh, yeah. course. Yeah. If you're looking for the interesting Bobby Petrino perks, it's not bad to be Bobby Petrino right now. Got that country club membership. Got some nice car allowance. Like, um, I dude's mean, doing all right. I'm just saying. Yeah, not hurting. All right, let's on... preview some games. We've okay. got championship week, which is much easier to say than rivalry week. Wibbly. Wibbly um, week. ACC. <laughs> I have a lock. This is nice. We could just kind of mix together locks and breaks down, breakdowns of games. Breakdowns. Um, <laughs> we're having we're having a hard time today, guys. We are really spread. having a hard time today. Um, I like Louisville in this game. Spread is two and a half. Um, I think, you know, you talked about Florida Florida State, like, being ugly. Louisville in, like, the ultimate look-ahead game, which it really didn't need. They're not going to make the playoff. Um, I like Louisville in this spot. I think Florida State is still hurting. Yeah, me too. They're hurting a little and bit with Jordan Travis. Well, and I think they're, they're limited, too. They're very limited now. So I don't think that there's enough space. Um, yeah, so I'm definitely thinking that uh, I'll go with Louisville as well. That line too. Also, to it me, makes the most fascinating college football playoff stuff. So just we're saying, just, that. we're just willing this one in. We're willing it oh, because we want is. chaos. Please. Yeah. Um, SEC is probably the toughest game for me. Uh, it's not a lock. Louisville is one of my locks. SEC, I lean Georgia. I think that this is tough. Georgia, by the What's way, the didn't line? play a great game either. Uh, five and a half. Five and a half. Total is 54 and a half. Um, do kind of like the over a little bit. Um, I think there'll be points here. So, look, Alabama's strategy here is let Jalen Milrow cook, right? Like, for Alabama mm -hmm. to win, Milrow has to be cooking. Um which he can't do. I don't think the Georgia defense is dominant. It's good. I just, you know, and again, we shit on Alabama. Georgia did not play a great game last week either against Georgia Tech. That was not good. Now it's, you know, different kind of wibbly week. Um, I think Georgia's going to win this game. though. You know, it's hard because I, I think that this Alabama team is can beat Georgia. It's just going to take a lot to go right. They're going to need to make that offensive uncomfortable, force turnovers. But I think they can do it. 
Um, and I think they're out a little. They've got a chip on their shoulder. So I will go the other way. And I will say that Alabama covers. Of course. Soft. Um, hey, I didn't say money line. I'm not picking them to no. win. I just said they cover. Field goal. It's going to be down to a field goal. Because George always gets lucky. Uh, Pac- oh, wow. Uh, Pac-12, I think... Um, this is going to be an ass kick. I think Oregon's going to kick the living shit out of Washington. I don't know if they're going to kick the living shit out of them. I think the spread was nine and a half last time I checked. I feel like that's a lot of points. What are they? You have to understand that it this is. Washington team has played up or down to whoever they play against. So I do think that they're going to show up. This is a chance for the playoff on the line. Don't know that Penix I... is fully healthy. He looked very, very uncomfortable. But what, I... what was going on there, by the way? Was that nerves or physical discomfort? I have uh, looked... no idea. But something I... doesn't seem right. But I'm just saying I don't I don't know that it's an ass kicking because I do think that this is going to be a game that's like you I mean and Dan Landing is going to be out for blood for sure, um, but I don't know I don't know. I'm glad you brought up the Pedix thing because I was again I was with a bunch of people and every time I would turn around he's he's huddled over he's after throws looked very displeased. Um, I, it was a lot it was a lot to unpack. So I, um, you know, I, yes, I'm, I'm with you on that. Big 12, uh, Oregon's going to win by a lot. I'm not with you on that. Uh, Texas now a 15 point favorite over Oklahoma state. Wow. It's a big number. Been going up too. um, total in this game is 55. My lock is the over, um, can Oklahoma state score 17 points if they can, I think this game's going to go over. I think it has a chance to be kind of fun. Texas looks like it's and, and by the way, um, Texas needs to like make an impression in this game. That's the other thing. Yes, offensively, they need this to. Is gonna a, this is going to be a Sark special. I think it needs to be. They need to make a statement. Um, they've looked really dominant, so I would. And I've also seen this Oklahoma State team. It's a very strange team, by the way, to watch some of. If you look at it, some it, of the scores of their bizarre. games and also their comeback last week, just very odd. Um. But yeah, I'm thinking Texas is going to dominate this to put themselves in the best position to be in if if everybody else kind of falls short. Uh, I would agree. Um, and then for the Power Fives, the Big Ten. What are your thoughts? What's the spread? 22? 23 and a half? 22. 22. It was 23, um, and now that it's 22. Iowa money is rolling it. Buddy, I think it's going to be so. How's how's their run defense? Do you think that they're going to be able to stop? It's good, Michigan. It's good. It's good. It's not great. It's good. They just can't fucking score, Paige. They just can't fucking score. Yeah, that's the so problem here. I I would almost venture to take because also Michigan again, much like Oregon, out for blood, out to make a point. So I'm I'm going to roll but, with but Michigan. I don't cards. know if they I don't know if they have to. Do they have to make a point? They're not no, but they're the going to continue seed, make, making a point. They're going to continue to make a point. They're going to run up any score and like say, harmless. oh, you wanted an interesting... No, no, no. This is a an F you to the Big Ten. You wanted people to tune into this game. We're going to make it not even a close game so people tune out and the rank, ratings are bad and you as a conference can no. be punished for suspending our coach. I, did you see Kirk Ferentz's quote? He's like, you know, I think it would be really kind of funny if we screwed the whole thing up. I, I just... That made me laugh because that's like not a Kirk Ferentz thing to say. 
They yeah. are not. Um, they have a great defense, Iowa. Obviously, it's not as good as it was. They have a great putter. Their kicker, they goddamn Jesus, they had to switch kickers last week, which is not very Iowa. Uh, yeah, it's not going to be good, most likely. But, you know, whatever, man. I was in the game. Like, you know, we're just game. happy to be here. My I, team's I sadly also, not in the Pac-12 championship game. There's still hope, but we're out. That's good. There there are a couple other really interesting games that are in my locks. Um, SMU versus Tulane. I like SMU Ooh, plus okay. three and a half. Um, Troy versus App State. I think Troy is a really good play. What's the uh, uh, what's it, the line? What's the line on that? Troy's a six point favorite versus App State. They both what? won a ton of games in the row, but Troy's okay. running game is really good. App State's not so good. Um, New Mexico State versus Liberty. This game. This game is fascinating. Jared Kill has done an amazing job. Mm-hmm. Liberty is a ten and a half point favorite. I don't think this is my locks. Um. I went light on locks this week because there's just not that many games, so I picked five. Um, but I'm I'm very curious because I really wanted to take New Mexico State. I just think Liberty might be a cut above, and it looks like the money is behind Libertyville. Liberty, there you go. You I said do it every yeah. time, Libertyville. Damn it! Shout out Libertyville. All yeah. right. So before we go, I'm going yes. to ask you to give me your before the oh, games boy. happen. I'm going to ask yep. you, what do you think the final four is actually going to be? I think it's going to be Georgia, Michigan. I'm writing it down right now. Um, Hold on. Hold on. Oregon and Texas. I think the exact same. Well, that's boring. I know. But, or I could play devil's advocate and I could say Bama gets in. But I think, so, I do think that that's a, I think that Florida State loses and we get Oregon wins, that, Oregon gets in, Washington's out. So if Georgia then, loses, then, then you just go Michigan, Oregon. Michigan, Oregon. Texas and Bama. Texas and Bama. Hell yeah. Can you imagine Roll that? Wow. Roll. then you'd have Alabama, tied. Michigan, and Oregon, Texas. Oh. In terms uh, please, of general, please, please, just in please, terms of general please. fun, that would be great. Please, um, Lord, please. Football Georgia, gods. Texas versus Michigan, Oregon, also, also pretty good. It's like the Florida State is just looming there too. Like, Poor Florida State. I feel bad. I, just, I kind of feel bad, but at the same time, I don't. Um. Fun. All right. So, what other random? I mean, we did random shit. We did our random stuff. Go, now we just gotta. Remind everyone that one, we are going to go live on Saturday now. Now that I've said it, we're doing it. And oh Sunday, we will be live in the BR app on Max right when the, the show and the rankings start. Um, so come hang out with us. Get in the comments. Yeah. Tell us what the committee got wrong. Scream and shout if your team is not in. Um, it's definitely going to be a sight to see. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for the final bit here. It's kind of a different show for us too because we have been reacting to saying what's going to happen. And then How? now we can talk about the games, right? Yeah. Now we now we get to actually spend a good amount of time, I think, previewing uh the two semis. We actually don't know when the rankings are gonna come out, so we're gonna have to fill some air. We're just gonna have uh, some time. We're gonna have a great time. Well, they they like think that we'll have a problem like stalling. Like, buddy, you, you and guys I guys have are, seen this show. <laughs> yeah, we like like we could take an hour install. Um, 
I gotta go get my da daughter from tumbling class. Uh, that's in my immediate future. I have to catch a flight. Safe travels. Um, we I'll will... see you in two days. And, yes. Um, yeah, we will see we'll you see all. see you live from New York. Cheers.